Hoops and Cards Nation. How's it going? This is Gary back with another episode. And the question for today, as we we're about done with March Madness, it was crazy watching Gonzaga make that shot last night uh, with my son at a sports bar. It was an incredible atmosphere. We were rooting for UCLA. Big weekend, though, and, and big week with Prism and PSA and all the things going on in the hobby. I've been, I've been watching and reevaluating my strategy when it comes to basketball card investing and collecting. And, and I'm wondering, if you had to make a list of sure things, I know there's no sure thing, but if you had to make a list of, of NBA players who were sure things in the card market, could you do it? I did. I came up with 10 and maybe 11, depending on how long this episode goes. So I'm gonna share with you my sure things, my blue chippers, the cream of the crop, the long-term or short-term, I don't care. I got to own this guy. I got to own cards of this player, and uh, I, I will stick with them for the long haul. So that's what this episode is. Ten guys you got to have in your investment portfolio. And maybe you'll notice some of the guys I don't mention, and maybe it's my preference or some concerns I have about their, their play this season or their card values or just the team they're on. But I narrowed it down. And you could narrow it even further. I'm just going to give you 10 names. So let's do it, Hoops and Cards. list on a lot of these things is going to be LeBron James and I know he's out now I know they've struggled Lakers have without AD but LeBron is my guy short term long term I don't care I I buy I PC I invest I flip I enjoy like lots of you have seeing the new prism cards man what an awesome photo great card on a lot of these LeBron James is it man and uh, whether you just collect his more recent cards or you got big money to spend on rookies or some of his harder to find or numbered cards early on in his career or if you're like me and you jump into dips i got some fractional shares and i recommend checking that stuff out dips collectibles some of these where you can at least own a piece of an awesome card but lebron james to me he has mvp seasons every year to me he, he's still going to lead the lakers to another championship at least don't know if it's going to be this season we'll see you know, we'll see how much help they can get from guys like Andre Drummond and whoever else they add. But LeBron is the GOAT. And uh, if you want to invest in all of Famer, if you want to invest in a guy who's going to be popular long after his basketball playing career is over, he'll eventually be a, an owner of an NBA franchise. He's starring in the Space Jam movie, Space Jam 2. We saw the preview last night. Dude, this guy obviously is the GOAT. And I'm from Akron, Ohio, so I just declare that it's not even close, and uh, that's that. But get some LeBrons, people. Get some LeBrons. Short term, if you want, you can buy now while he's hurt. Flip him as the Lakers make a deep playoff run again or win the title. Right? Try to time that. Watch how they did last year, how his cards went up going towards the finals. And then if you just want some like me to hold for a long, long time and display or consider them just long-term buy and hold investments. He's right there with Tom Brady, Mike Trout, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, anybody else you could say. LeBron is still <laughs> lots of current cards you can get in on. So number one, 
I'm not doing these all in order, but if I did, LeBron is number one. So after LeBron, I want to get to, there's a group of guys who I'd say are established superstars without a ring. Guys who have been multiple time all-stars, guys you would know as MVP candidates, guys who've made deep playoff runs and, and they're still the leader of their teams. Okay. I would say here are five guys in that category. I would say, wow, especially if you think their team has a chance to win the finals then go get some of those as short-term buys. But all five of these guys are long-term buy and hold and have been in the league for at least, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. So let's go with this list. Giannis Antetokounmpo, James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Nikola Jokic. Did I just say Jimmy Butler? <laughs> Jimmy Butler, Nikola Jokic, and Damian Lillard. Those five guys all have MVP skills. A lot of them <laughs> you have you have known as uh, very much hot cards, hot names to follow in the hobby of basketball. And Giannis, let's start there. And Milwaukee have been knocking on the door for a few years. If you believe in their new realigned roster with Drew Holiday, and he had 27 the other night, he's a great player, you guys. If Milwaukee can stay healthy, and I think that is a big three with Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis, then they have a chance to go to the finals again. They really do. He's not my favorite player to watch, but Giannis can take over a game offensively, defensively, triple doubly, which isn't a wordly. I, I believe in him as a long-term investment, but short-term, wow, Milwaukee's looking better. Milwaukee could charge into May and June and take the title. I also mentioned Jimmy Butler. There's a guy who just turned it up several notches in last year's finals against the Lakers. He's back healthy. He could do it again. In fact, if you listened a couple episodes ago to Amber from Sports Card Investor, following and tracking the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler and that cast of, I mean, they just keep adding guys. Oladipo, nice. If you think Jimmy Butler is going to go to the finals and, you know, maybe they pass the Lakers or maybe they beat the Clippers. Maybe they beat the Jazz. Maybe with a lot of that playoff experience they gained last year, now Jimmy is ready to quarterback that team, that franchise, to another title. And Jimmy Butler's still not, you know, the hottest card in the 2012 class. So you may still get a deal. Either way, you're going to hold long term. You know, you could because he could be a Hall of Famer. Anytime Jimmy Butler is going to be a Hall of Famer. But I also mentioned sure thing Hall of Famer Damian Lillard having another MVP season. Portland playing well now with the addition of Norman Powell, of course, CJ McCollum. But you look at Covington and Cantor and Nurkic, and they've got lots of help. Damian Lillard can go off for 40 or 50 any night. And Portland is one of those teams that's been knocking at the door for a few years. So again, short-term possibilities for this May or June. Long-term possibilities of an investment because, guys, he's like Damian Lillard. He'll be known as one of the best guards of all time. One of the best point guards of his generation. And certainly a fantastic buy still by some people's standards on his hoops or Panini rookies. Raw, you can still find them at decent deals under 50 bucks. 
So I would go on and say, I mentioned James Harden. I had to pick a Brooklyn net. They might go to the finals and win it with Kyrie, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, KD. But I think Kevin Durant is the best all around player. I think he's having an MVP season. I think if they, if they take, take the NBA by storm in June, it's not going to be because Kyrie did it. Although he'll hit some big shots. It's not going to be because KD did it. Although he'll hit some big shots. It because James Harden brings a complete game and this guy would be winning his first title if he did this right after moving there from Houston and OKC James Harden could be the reason the Brooklyn Nets are pushed over the top and what a bump for his career he's always been an awesome player scorer passer leader of his team clutch player fun to watch with that beard but let's move on to Nikola Jokic love that guy another MVP season he's having they just added Evan Fournier to Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, and they made a massively deep playoff run, taking the Lakers to, what was it, five games, six games? And eventually, uh, but boy, that team could make a deep run, and Jokic could be the guy, you know? Forget about Jimmy Butler and Lillard and blah, blah, blah. Jokic might be the guy, and uh, you'll wish you had gotten in on him. All these guys, like I said, are Hall of Famers in this level or in this group established superstars who boy if it becomes their first title James Harden hoisting that trophy possibly finals MVP for any of them this would be a massive win and a short-term big profit for you long term you could buy all five of these guys and hold them and say "Hey, hey hey right these are these are guys that are candidates for the Olympic team they're candidates whatever dream team it is and MVP seasons going on this year, except for Butler who's been hurt, but he's back playing great. So that's my established stars level. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's move on to some of the younger, up-and-coming, but superstar potential MVP kind of players. Guys that have already generated some playoff excitement, definitely in the bubble. Three young guys that I do love collecting. All right, I got to be honest, I love two of the three. It's hard for me to love the third one because, uh, again, I'm an Eastern Conference guy. I grew up rooting for the Cavaliers, and so for me to admit that Jason Tatum is one of my sure things. It's not easy, right? It's not easy saying that a guy who started out slow this season, but is playing for a team that I'm just tired of watching getting playoffs every single year. For my entire life, the Celtics have been good, it seems like, right? And Jason Tatum has been awesome. He's made it his team, taking over games, putting up 30 points a game the last 10 and he's Jason Tatum, maybe for the longest time, the best player in that 2017 NBA draft class. So Jason Tatum, boy, especially if you think 
the Celtics are going to now with Jalen Brown having a great season. Kemba Walker is back. They just got Evan Fournier. If you think the Celtics have a chance to win the NBA championship, by all means, get in on Tatum now. But whether you do or not, Tatum's a great long-term investment. This guy is uh, destined for the Hall of Fame. And he's only scratching the surface. What is he, 22, 23 years old? And he's in Boston. They're going to keep this guy another 10 years. And he's going to be legend if he's not already. So, But I don't have to like him. You, you can't make me like Jason Tatum. Don't even try. I'm not saying he's not likable. I'm just, I'm just a Cavs fan. So there you go. By the way, just saying I didn't put any Cavs on this list either. Um, but I did put two Western Conference guys that I just love, and maybe you do too, Luka Doncic and Donovan Mitchell. Everybody knows Luka, the Luka chase, Luka's big shots, Luka triple doubles, might be having an MVP year this season. Obviously, that was all the hype, and he kind of is anyway, even without Porzingis, and his team hasn't been what any of their fans had hoped it would be this year, but Luka still got it, still winning games, still making big shots, and uh, his cards might be affordable now. Some of them are down 15, 20, 30% from where they were at in December, and it's not Luka's fault. Don't hate. Luka's been incredible. He is still very young. He is still uh, MVP candidate this year and every future year that he plays for Dallas. So I would definitely invest in, if you haven't already, again, this isn't rocket science. These are some well-known dudes. Luka Doncic is awesome. And you can get good deals on his hoops or Don Russ, rookies, PSA 9s, star stock Bs. Do what you got to do. Get some dibs. Get in on Luka Doncic. Get in on Donovan Mitchell. Oh, you guys. Oh, 30 points a game. Utah looking awesome. Rudy Gobert. Mike Conley having an incredible season. I would not be surprised to see Utah in the finals. And they have what it takes to win it all. Donovan Mitchell looking like a young... I don't even know who to say. Is he a young Michael Jordan, a Clyde Drexler? Like, what is this kid? He's what, 22, 23? 24. I'll just keep saying numbers. I'll be right eventually. I just know he's still young and he's awesome. And he is their clutch leader. He is the face of the jazz. So long-term, would I buy Donovan Mitchell? I already have. Would I sell and make some short-term profits if he goes to the finals? Totally. But you got to get in now. Um, Those optic rookies, those Donruss rookies, the PSA nines, there's so many Donovan Mitchell bargains still that you have no excuse now that he is uh, almost a household name, he's getting there. Donovan Mitchell's one of my favorite players, and he's one of my two or three favorite, I mean, guys that I'm most invested in already in the hobby. So those are three rising superstars. Those are three future MVP types, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, and Donovan Mitchell. And that brings us down to one more guy. So by now, some of you got to be saying, hey, uh, you forgot some names. You who you probably didn't remember uh, Devin Booker is uh, an incredible player. And what about Kawhi Leonard? And how about Kevin Durant? Like there are a lot of deserving players 
that I just don't have on my list. I had to narrow it down. I had to say, uh, for short and long term, what guys will I focus on? You make your own list. You, you can have Bam Adebayo on your list all day long. You can make your own list and put Julius Randle on it and just go go knock yourself out. I just couldn't do those things. I had to pick, and even with my list of 10, I have to say, yeah, can I narrow it down? Can I take off some of those? You know, do I really need Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum on my list? I guess not. <clears throat> but they are established stars, and if I had to have a top 10 list, they are on it. Do I really need Damian Lillard in there? No, but again, I think he's awesome. I think he's undervalued, and I think a championship drive and a mention on my podcast, no, he doesn't need our help, but he's incredible. I I just know you guys can think of lots of players that Gary didn't have on his hoops and guards list, but that's all I got as far as playoff teams. The last guy on my list is one of those maybe he makes the playoffs. I'm not talking about Trey Young. I'm not talking about Ja Morant. I'm talking about maybe this guy who has had more hype than any rookie last year and any player to come into the NBA, I think, since LeBron James. Zion Williamson is number 10 for me. And here's the thing. Does New Orleans still have a shot at the playoffs? Sure. Do they have the talent, all the talent they need? Probably. Was it a little surprising, some of the deals they made a couple weeks ago? Yeah. But a team with Zion, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and even Eric Bledsoe, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Jackson Hayes is playing well. I just got to say that. You know, the, the Pelicans could could make a push. They have disappointed so far, but if they get into that play-in round, Zion cards. And I'm not even saying he's the best player on his team. I'm saying long-term, he is a superstar. He is worth holding on to long-term. And guys, if he gets into the playoffs, there will be a huge bump. The other guys I would look at, um, if, if I had to stretch my list to 11 guys and say... What one player am I interested in? Am I investing in as short and long-term? And it may surprise you because I said this was a list of 10. (laughs) I said it would end with Zion. And so let's call this like a bonus or an honorable mention. Or you know what? He hasn't played very much lately because I don't know if it's one of those illness things. But I just got to mention this guy because if he had any help on his team, or if you had any interest in checking the box scores of bottom feeder teams that have no chance of making the playoffs, you would notice that Shea Gilgis Alexander, SGA, is living up to or exceeding whatever hype might have been about him over the last 12 months. He is awesome, you guys. He has upped his scoring average over the last 10, 15 games to north of 25, closing in on 28 points a game. And this is this is the guy who's like the obvious number one option on the team's offense, but he's filling it up the box scores, rebounds, assists. He's looking like a guy that 
wow, that's a smart GM there that's got lots of young talent around this guy and lots of draft picks to add even more. So Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the reason I would call him a short-term play is maybe because they're out of the playoffs. His cards are crazy cheap right now. Crazy cheap. If you're lucky on one of those auctions, you can get a Prism, PSA 9, 2018-19 Shea Gilgis-Alexander rookie for like just under $50. That that feels, I feel like I should apologize to someone for stealing a card. That is such a deal. He is such a long-term play. But the prices right now, while everybody wants to chase after LaMelo Ball, who is a maybe, I see Shea Gilgis-Alexander as a sure thing. I like him better. I can't, I cannot, should I say this? Can I say this? I like him better than John Morant. I like him better than Trey Young. There, I said it. Okay, don't at me. I think because those guys can score a lot, but they seem to take nights off, and I don't see that from SGA. Those guys can score a lot, but man, I, I wish they'd do something other than just score. Would that be nice? I see SGA as uh, becoming a complete player that his team is committed to building around, and they have all the assets to make it happen. And you could be like, man, all right, all right, I'll buy in. I'll get a Shea Gilgis, get a graded rookie. You might get some cheap deals on a graded silver. They're cheaper than any of these ex- these crazy expensive Prism rookies you're spending like hundreds of dollars for Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. I'm not knocking those guys. I'm just saying, look, Shea Gilgis Alexander is the real thing. And if I had to add an 11th guy, it's SGA. Hey, everybody. That was my list of like solid short and long-term investment guys. And, And I couldn't put everybody on it, but I put my favorites Love to hear your favorites or maybe like your case for guys I left off the list. But first of all, I want to thank so many of you, all of you, for listening to Hoops and Cards. We are loving this podcast, the adventures in collecting, investing, and the basketball card hobby. What an awesome time for all of this. And so much going on in basketball cards. Prism, love to see your photos and your breaks and your rips online. That's been fun. But guys, thank you for listening at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, Hoops and Cards Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to all of our friends wherever you are listening. We can check being a new podcast. We can still see like Singapore and Canada and the United Kingdom and Australia. Shout out to all you guys in Indiana, California, Texas, Nevada, Massachusetts, and yes, the great state of Ohio. The Hoops and Cards Nation is not bound by geographical boundaries. That's what I love about this. I love that people are collecting and investing in basketball cards all over the world. So wherever you do it, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for uh, sharing us, liking us, telling your friends about us, and helping other people find out and learn great opportunities to have a blast with basketball cards and yeah to make some money our next episode i can't wait for another one of these basketball cards 101 because (laughs) those two episodes that we've done so far there's a lot of you who are brand new or newer 
and you're just trying to figure stuff out. So it helps to know just the basics of what basketball card releases are out there, what the seasons and different times of the year might be like for basketball cards as a market. And so the next episode, another installment of Basketball Cards 101. Join us again on Hoops and Cards. And, well, go Baylor.